All right, welcome to another episode of Aaron Calling. Episode 3001. A podcast really been going. where two Aaron's <laughs> call each other and talk about music. And make up a number of how many episodes they've done. <laughs> we are officially over one year. What have you learned in a year of podcasting? <laughs> uh... It's hard to schedule it because <laughs> we have life things that happen and not to mention you have to work from home Yeah, and I do not. So then that <laughs> creates like a weird thing <laughs> and there's a new child, be, you know, I, I thought it'd be easier, uh, working from home. Well, actually, um, on our our sort of summer break because i don't know you had to go and have a baby but uh right we uh it was actually probably would have been much easier then but yeah it's like yeah, uh, as soon true. as we were like let's start this back then work was like hey it'd be fun to be busy again <laughs> I was like, okay, all right. yeah, yeah yeah also uh we uh we get a lot of music yeah yeah we yeah have. we buy a lot of stuff what have you learned i've learned that every month you are guaranteed to stress out about the vinyl me please choice (laughs) i think it sounds like i stress out more than i actually do yeah but well let me say this let me rephrase it yeah i think that you think i'm much more active in my vinyl me please account than you are that's fair (laughs) <laughs> or no, that I that, than I actually am. That's fair. <laughs> Every time you're like, "Did you get that one?" I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. I'm like, "Oh man, but that other one's good too." <laughs> well, it's all it's all coming to an end for me soon. So you're officially drop out. Yes, I have I have scheduled my cancellation. <laughs> if you're listening, follow uh, me, please. Uh, you you got to you back with whatever whatever offer. They're gonna start, they're gonna send you a catalog in the mail, and you just put a stamp on it and send it back, and you'll get ten <laughs> ten records in the mail. That'd for, be amazing, wouldn't it? One penny, man. So this is a, a bit of a like left turn, but I'm just gonna take it. Yep. So do it. In this collection I bought when I've been looking up a discog, so many of them are club edition, and you forget uh, that like right. We grew up with Columbia House CD versions, you know what I mean? But, yep. like, if you forget, that was also probably very common for records. And, like, can you imagine? Yep. Like, that, I mean, it's in, a, in and of itself, it's sort of like what a Final Me Please or some of these other clubs are like. But, man, every time you signed up, like, imagine if you got, like, 10 or 12. It was always, like, 12 for a penny or something, 12 CDs right. for a penny or something. But, yeah, I wonder if they ever had deals that cheap. Because, obviously, manufacturing CDs, we always... It's always been a lot cheaper than uh, records, but it'd be right. curious. I think like, it was what those were like. I, I swear, because I, I I seem to remember in a foggy memory that Ooh. my mom and dad were a member of Columbia House and got records for a time oh, cool. yeah. before before they did before it went like all cassette and then yeah. all CD. Um, yeah. And I swear it was like maybe a. It wasn't like the penny price, but it was like a dollar, maybe probably something like right. like something like because I mean that was I don't want to divulge what year that was, but it was it was a long time ago. Yeah, log yeah. cabins were in fashion. You know, it was it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, so, it was, yeah, I mean the 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 years of log cabins and records. <laughs> Oh, the time. That's right. Fireplaces. That's all we Cab- had. Cabins and vinyl. Let's start, right. a, let's start a record club. Cabins and vinyl. Cabins and vinyl. Your record comes with like a, uh, a rector set so you can build a cabin while listening to the record. <laughs> it's Lincoln a real logs. estate and vinyl <laughs> company. <laughs> Y'all, your Lincoln Logs broke my record in, in transit. I want a refund. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was a great I mean, idea by the Aaron's until they could not fulfill it properly due to right. the impossibility of shipping wood and records together in the same package. I think and and taking another left turn cuz why not? Yeah. Um yeah. circle so the block baby. The the vinyl me please thing for me kind of has become uh 
I think the reason that I kind of, I was like all about it. And then I was like, you know, a lot of these, and this was borne out in the fact that they unveiled their, I guess the next few months, like, yeah, records of the months or whatever. Yeah. Uh, some of which I just bought on, ah. like, you know, in regular versions or whatever, but like, yeah. it's, it's interesting because some of them, it's like only, it's not records that are like super rare. Like they got like those Erica Badu record coming out, yeah. And like yeah. so, it's like Mama's Gun is in print and has been, and yeah. is on a great version. Like they're not gonna. The only thing they're doing is really repackaging it and giving you like a color option for a yeah. lot. Of, I mean, even like Stank Anya is the same way. Like I could go get that new, you know, but their version is really cool. <laughs> the only but it's thing like, is, there's a lot of those. My only counter argument to that is there's a lot of like 2000 era records that are not, I don't really know what the pressing was for it. Like, and I right. hate to be that guy because right. people like that really annoy me, but right. I have definitely bought records assuming like, oh, this was, you know, but it was just some like quick rush major right. label, like, oh, I don't know, yeah. like just dump the CD down, just dump the CD version down to the, to the, you know true. what I mean? Just to get Very it in true. the store. So, yep. The one nice thing I think yeah. we would we would get with a Vinyl Me Please version of that would be a, uh, you know, uh, a properly, uh, you know, mixed down version for that. Right. I just simply sell them now. Like when I right. I'll listen to them. <laughs> I don't I, I'm not making money on it, really. Like it's paying for itself for the ones I want to keep. If that makes sense. But um, right. I sold yeah. like the Prince Paul one and I sold the. Yeah. Um, the black delicious one and i listened to them i just knew like yeah. with a collection my size i was never going to go back and listen to them again and there weren't really like easy no-brainer like dj selections for me in those so i was like yeah you know i'll put them basically what i do is i just list them for sale on my discogs like you know and i'm like cool like i'll keep them and then if somebody randomly buys them they will and then both of those actually right. sold. so i was like oh okay you know so you know yeah, it gets yeah. in the hands of somebody who wants it a little bit more and then kind of eats away at that that overall price but um yeah. and i hate i hate signing up for those kind of things though you always forget about it and then when you get charged like 80 something bucks you're like dang it <laughs> right and now it just kicked up was the other that was the other impetus i was like yeah kicked what the price is it up. now I was like, it's like one i think it's is it a hundred something yeah it was oh, like okay. 80 it was 80 it was 26 a month or something like yeah. that and it's going up to like 30 or 40 i mean it's it's a sizable increase Interesting. like and i yeah. was like that's not just like pennies on the dollar that's like yeah. that's that's enough money for it to like take a bite you know and yeah. i was like sure. yeah a lot of that stuff you can find and you know some of it you I can't agree. but a lot of the I, stuff I that you can't you can also get if you're not a member so it's like man yeah I'll, I'll see what my life is like without you <laughs> i'm sure like i think i said to you i was like i'm sure i could find plenty of places to buy records so yeah not a problem so let's talk about some records we bought recently because we uh we didn't really do that our, our last episode and right. uh i have a selection here that i literally just bought yesterday uh randomly <laughs> and didn't even tell you about but i think you're gonna be like oh man uh with all these but yeah um but uh, you get start, you start, and I'll okay. uh, and then I'll tell you a little bit about where these came from. All right, uh, one that I know that you and I had talked about uh, a, pretty recently, actually. You uh, two's the unforgettable fire. Nice. Um, which may or may not surprise anybody that I really like that record. I don't know, but uh, it's uh, one of my favorite records, probably in. In the world. Um, <laughs> in my log cabin. Yes, I sit in my log cabin. I listen to Pride in the Name of Love, and I <laughs> march around the house. Um, no, it is, I think it's sort of like, I'm a sucker for that, the moment when, you know, these like legendary bands kind of first, maybe it's not even the record before the record that explodes. 
sometimes it's like the there's like two records before that where they really yeah. start to kind of find their 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 groove. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a big fan of for some reason of that record, and uh, for like a lot of bands, and U2's one of those bands. I think I feel like Unforgettable Fire is that moment where they like. They've done all this other stuff, and they kind of sounded like nobody else, really. They kind of sounded like themselves, but then when they put that record out, it's like, yep, now you're going to sound like that, and you're going you're gonna to just keep honing that thing for the next little bit until you decide to go, like, super left turn. But, uh, yeah, super great copy. Um, super, super clean. So it was, it was uh, a nice Is find. that the brown one? Uh no, that one no, is, that's, that's Joshua the Joshua Tree. Tree. Yeah. yeah, which I find I discovered after you put that thing up. I was like, let me see if mine is, and I was like, holy cow, it is. Yeah, like <laughs> but it has to be a up. really bright light. Yeah, really, really <laughs> bright light. There's like translucent brown, one of those, and then the police synchronicity has one that's purple. Yeah, I don't think. And actually, that, was just looking at one the other day, and uh, actually, it was that. I think it was a Sting record. That Sting record. That you mm-hmm. uh, that I have for you, and uh, yeah. but it, it's not translucent either. Um, so you know the YouTube album I always go back to. What is it? Octune baby. It is that is my absolute mega favorite. <laughs> it's like, sort of, it's kind of. Um, I don't know. To me, it's just sort of perfect from beginning to end. There's nothing yes. that you're really dying to skip. Like yes. a lot of other, so a lot of other YouTube records. Especially like their classic ones. Like, yeah, I have found myself actually selling off the LP versions or whatever because I've always felt like up until like Tune Baby, they're like the perfect greatest hits band. Do you know what I mean? Like, and yep. even after that, like they're sort of like, yeah, I like those like three songs, are like mega hits on those records, right? But I'm not, I don't ever sit down and want to listen to a U2 record from beginning to end unless it's Octune Baby, which I do not own an LP version of. I only have it on CD, but I play that CD all the time, right? I have it on pre order. Right now, I guess they're just—I guess they're reissuing it or whatever. Um, That's smart. Yes, I feel like that record is—I got it. By the way, I got it. You discover uh, sale, sale time or whatever. So if if you see it, you you discover music. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like by the time they got there, so if Unforgettable Fire, if they are really starting to be themselves they really found it and then nailed it on Octung baby. And like, yeah, I saw them on that tour, uh, on the zoo TV tour or whatever. And, uh, it was ridiculous. Um, but like just that you're absolutely right. That record, like I can't, I'll put it on to like hear a song and then I'll wind up just starting it at the beginning. <laughs> like I got to play the whole so, thing. Cause one of the things I love so much about that record is it's just it's sonically pleasing to me. Like it's, yeah. um, it's not like just straight ahead. Um, like, um, how would you explain it? It's not just clean. It's fuzzy. Right. It's kind of, it's just interesting to listen to. Yeah. But yep. the reason why I say that is because the songs are great. They would have been fine. Right. just by themselves to sound like the Joshua Tree or whatever. But like yep. the way they did it was really interesting. So I was just looking it up and see who produced it. And it's like split between Brian yep. Eno, Daniel Lanois, <laughs> and Steve Lillywhite. Holy cow. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, like, uh, I guess Rick Rubin was on vacation that weekend or else they could have added him to right. something. But like, that's <laughs> right. pretty much, you're knocking it out of the out of the park with uh, Eno Lanwan Lily White. Jeez. Yep. That when explains they, uh, a lot. I've never looked that up for some weird non-nerdy reason, but yeah, because like Unforgettable Fire is Lanois and Eno. Um, yeah, and then Joshua Tree is Lanwan and Eno, and then they added some Steve Lily White. I think because they recorded some things in Ireland for Octung Baby. That they weren't recording in like Berlin or whatever. So, and that's when he stepped up. Yeah. I mean, for me, the perfect example of exactly that is uh, Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses? Yes. Like yep. the way that song, the guitars are like in like literally a Grand Canyon. Yep. And suddenly they're like, it's like there's so much reverb that they're almost out of time. Like yep. it's, we, it's, it's pushing the boundary of good taste. <laughs> 
there's so much effect on it. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's like you understand why when they bring everything in, you're like, Oh, yep. That was perfect. That was perfect. Um, and it was a big hit for them too. Yes. That whole, that, I mean, that record I think was like five singles and they were all like top tens or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Big it's enough for stupid. like, remember one had like four, <laughs> four different video versions or whatever. Yep. So. Yep. Although, um, I think it was Tom Petty that said, like, once Johnny Cash covers your song, like, it's no longer your song. Or maybe uh, Trent Reznor has said it. Right. Um, and uh, whenever I hear one now, I just think of Johnny Cash's version. Right. And I'm, I, I feel the same way about, uh, they did, who else did it? Uh, Mary J. Blige did it. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> and her version is, it, like, makes it so much better. You're like, yep, that's how good you guys could sound. <laughs> okay, we got to take a real quick. Uh, let me make a sound effect. Okay. Yep, yeah, that was welcome great. to Aaron's <laughs> complete right turn and talk about something <laughs> totally non-related. Yep. Uh, so yesterday, I think it was yesterday, Emily sends me a text and she's cleaning the house and has this playlist on, and a cover of "Losing My Religion" comes on. Uh oh, you'll never believe who is covering it. Who? <laughs> Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, I think a I think a rift in space time just opened up. <laughs> oh, sweet oh, brother! God. Oh, oh, oh! I need to go take and a that, shower. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was a uh, Aaron Harley's right turn ruining the <laughs> podcast. Okay, I feel very Back dirty. Now. Normal programming. I do too. Uh, so yesterday, uh, the boys and I had uh, we were out getting. Um, uh, um, some haircuts properly yep. masked, and uh, um, uh, we 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 were getting uh, we were getting a haircut, and then right as we're done, I get a text from my friend, and it's just got this address, and it's like my my I think his husband, my husband's selling his record collection in our front yard. Come by, so I was like, okay, boys, <laughs> we're going, uh, <laughs> we're gonna zip to East Nashville. So there was a guy out there selling it. It was pretty busy. Uh, I had like about 10 boxes out. So all these records that I bought um, were there. Now, this is not like your, this is not in uh, like, a, oh my gosh, I found the best deals. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, you know, like, you know, some of these I paid like, you know, five, like probably like six to one of them was 20, so like six to 20 for, and, you right. know, that's the price range. But um, the first I'm going to hate one, you, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. Here it comes. The first one. I'm trying to figure out which one. This is the last episode, first. guys. <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're not like, they're not like super crazy. Um, right. But it's fun to find it like a yard sale. Um, tortoise standards. We'll start with that. Wow. One. Yeah. Yeah. Super nice. excited. And it's the one with the. Uh, I guess it's the. In, uh, in the poly the, poly sleeve. Yeah, with yeah. the print on the sleeve. So I think yep. that's like the first version, isn't it? I believe it is. I just yeah. also got that one. So there you go. Nice. Yeah. Was very excited to find that one. It's a great record. You and I have been on uh, a, a tortoise yeah. thing lately. Yep. Tortoise standards. <laughs> Nothing okay. about it is standard. You go. You go again, and I'll take some more of mine. Um, I guess looping back around to last call uh i got a copy of circle jerks group sex there you go um it is a new or pressing from uh frontier still putting it out frontier records uh it's baby blue vinyl um it is real good and i (laughs) kind of can't believe that i never had it i don't know why I i i think it's one of those things where you're like I th- I think it was connecting the dots between all the different bands and things and whatever. I somehow skipped over the Circle Jerks. I don't know yep. why. I thought maybe it was going to be like something like more, I don't know, dumbed down than it was or whatever. But uh, this record is a scorcher. Like it's just, I think it's all of 15 minutes long. And it's like, there's like 15 songs. 16 songs yes <laughs> i mean it's stupid it's it's it goes by so fast 
Um, but it is one of the better hardcore records like I've ever heard. It's really great. Yeah, so. I'm going to keep my eye out for a yeah. copy of that. I may try to find like a cassette copy. I got my cassette deck working. I've been nice. getting a lot of tapes lately. And um, the, the punk ones, for some reason, are kind of fun on a cassette just because, uh, you know, they uh, it's not like I think we talked about this with Bad Brains where like <laughs> it's impossible to figure out what song you're on when you're listening to right. it. Right. <laughs> I usually think, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. All right. This yep. is the one I've been excited to tell you about. Yep. Because I never seen this. Yep. Anywhere. The Jeff Parker Trio featuring Chris Lopez and Chad Taylor, Bright Light and Winter. Oh wow! I know. So this know. this person was really into Chicago. Yes. <laughs> uh, wow. De- uh, Delmark Records. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chicago. Um, I have not listened to this yet, but I'm so excited to put it on tomorrow uh, when yeah. the house is empty and uh, and play it. But I was sort of like, I don't, I didn't actually think I knew like that Jeff Parker trio had uh, an LP. Right. I don't even know if I knew that either. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh wow, okay, I know. But it's got Chad Taylor on it, and that can never be a bad thing. So. Right, exactly. So that guy's a uh, monster. Was very excited to find that one, and I think I think I only paid like ten bucks for it. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yep, that's a goodie. Well, yeah. Let's see. So I've been going through uh, a little bit, as I tend to do, because it's my thing. Phase of uh reggae slash dub recently oh yeah oh um, which i just is... bought i just bought a uh, weird looking dub record on Bandcamp. i'll have to tell you about it oh nice um which is a lot of fun to look for a lot of those things on vinyl um because they were I mean, you know everybody says this kind of thing but it's like it's powers intended to be heard and all that kind of stuff but like there's a certain amount of noisiness and weirdness that go into a lot of those records that you, that kind of got lost. Cause I had some of this stuff on CD even, and it wasn't quite, it still isn't quite the same with the compression factor and all that uh, factored in. But um, they started reissuing a lot of this stuff. Um, and some of them are crazy. Uh, like there's like some like, uh, Russian labels, I think, that are like uh, reissuing stuff. Music on vinyl is reissuing a lot of like old, old reggae stuff too. Um, But uh, this one, I think, was called, it's like Dub, like Mir, like this Russian space station. (laughs) Uh, Mir Records or Mir Station Records, something like that. Anyways, uh, I got uh, this one is uh, Scientists. Uh, rids the world of the evil curse of the vampires, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> which uh, is one of uh, scientists uh, better known records. He went on this thing where like all his records were named like something ridiculous, like he scientists versus the space invaders or, yeah. you know, comic book superheroes or whatever. And all the song titles have ridiculous names, but it has a bunch of heavy hitters from uh, Jamaican music at large uh, in it, in the reggae world uh, that he then does the dub thing too. And it's a lot of fun. I think I've been driving Stacy a little crazy with it, but because yeah, yeah. it's, See, a, there's a, a few of them that I've gotten. <laughs> you should look up, um, look up on Bandcamp McPullish, which is M C P U L L I S H. And okay. uh, it's called lone wolf McDub. <laughs> it's like nice. White guy from Austin with a dub record. It's pretty fun. Nice. That was a late night order while I was watching um, Star Trek Next Generation on Netflix, (laughs) which is a a whole other podcast episode. (laughs) Yep. Indeed. Are they all on there now? Yeah. I mean, this there's like seven seasons. I'm not even through the first season. It's kind of like it's like my nightcap. I watch one and I'm like, that's the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> Has Q um, showed up yet? Uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm actually really excited about this one because you and I geek out on this guy all the time, and he releases like I feel like ten records a year. Yep. So it's impossible to keep up with. But I got Bill Frizzell's Rambler. Oh. Yep. Which is a ECM record. Nice. I think I paid up for this one, like around yeah. twenty. But um, that, that's kind of what it's priced on uh, Discogs. So right. Uh, um, again, I got all these uh, yesterday and haven't had a chance to listen to them. So I'm not sure, like, what kind of Bill Frizzell am I getting? Because, as we right. both know, uh, great like jazz guitarist um, who just is all over the place in terms of genre. He's played with everybody. Yeah. Um, and um like i just i love his solo stuff so this one i was not aware i uh, uh i mean again the guys put out so many records it's hard to keep track of them but i had never seen this one and i usually grab ecm stuff whenever i find it if it's not too overpriced there were a couple ECMs right. yesterday that seemed a little high and i was like Meh, i may wait on those um but um because i can usually find them for like around five or six bucks because you know they're just Weird. It's like ECM yeah. from. They're from Germany, right? A German label. Yeah. yeah and um, I, Eichner, I, I, Manfred Eichner. That's his name. Yeah. That's where ECM yeah. comes from. Um, yeah. Whenever, whenever I find ECM stuff, and it's like I said two seconds ago, when it's priced well, I pick it up because you never know what it's going to be. Like sometimes it's right. just like this like peaceful little like chill out thing and then sometimes this is crazy like we just got four jazz guys in a room and just let them rip you know what i mean so yeah um and he's like i said like i mean honestly there's they put out so much stuff it's all over the place so i found a bunch of ecm records in fayetteville tennessee of all places about a month (laughs) ago and they were all five bucks each. And when I bought them all, the guy was like, man, you have great taste. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, nobody. He was like, the ECM stuff. I love the ECM stuff. And I was like, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Especially five bucks. And I left a couple behind um, some Keith Jarrett stuff. I think I left behind. I got one of his ECMs. But um, yeah. yeah. Uh, highly suggested for like, either it's going to either be like challenging or it's going to kind of be on that sort of like ambient borderline new age chill out kind of yeah. vibe. So um always worth picking up those who are who are his uh who are frizzell's partners in crime on that record uh kenny wheeler Mm -hmm. uh on the trumpet cornet and this is this is where it's going to get us the (laughs) flu this is interesting uh flugelhorn the flugelhorn there it is bob stewart on tuba yep uh, Jerome Harris on electric bass. Yep. Ah, uh, this is really good. Uh, Paul Motion on drums. Yep. Oh, yep. Good. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Good, good, good. Um, uh, my favorite. Nineteen eighty-five. Nice. Yeah. One of some of my favorite ECMs are uh the early John Abercrombie records. Oh yeah. And he did a record with Jack. Dejanette and Dave Holland he did, actually did like two records, but there's one I can't remember what it is, what the name of it is right now. Like back, uh, backwards song is one of the songs on it, but it is uh, ridiculous. I guess I could just go look because it's like right here, but um, <laughs> it is uh, one of my favorite records. In the world. <laughs> in my um, log cabin. Well, Timeless is like a, his first one. with gotcha. It's got Jan, Jan Hammer and uh, Jack Dejanet. And then, oh, it's Gateway. That's what it is. John Abercrombie, Dave Holland, and Jack Dejanet uh, Gateway. Nice. That is, if you see that one anywhere, do not hesitate. Yeah. It's really I, uh, I also, because there's never... Like this Bill Frizzell is sort of different where it's like Bill Frizzell Rambler, but oftentimes it's like three or four people also. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's like all the artist names are on there. So I'm like, uh, so I just started yeah. in the e- ECM section in my, <laughs> like that's how right. I ca- categorize them, like, like ECM. And then whenever just feel like, man, I'm listening to some weird, I'm like I'll usually just go to ECM because like I have the Chick Korea record, mm-hmm. which is, um, um, 
that I found at like a Goodwill, like ECM on there. And like, I would never think to look for it under chicory or whatever. So it's like, oh, when I go look at them, like, oh, cool. I'll just listen to that here. You know what I mean? So, yep. Uh, that's the way to, that's the way I kind of keep, keep my brain on those. But I was excited to see that one. I, uh, yeah. The Bill Frizzell LPs are hard to find, I, I feel like. Um, except for the new stuff that he seems to be releasing like two or three records a year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but these are, um, I, I jumped on that one. Yeah. I found, I, I should have snapped one. There was one at Carolina soul for probably like three or four times. I went in there. I kept, it was one of those. You're like next time, yeah. next time. Yeah. And then the next time came, I was like, I'm going to get that record. And like, I was like, Oh no, <laughs> it's gone. Twas it was gone. one of the like none such ones, like right in the, like when he was really like, yeah, I feel like he had like that was like his third like turn of putting out like a million records in about yeah. two years. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and then there's all the stuff he's like a sideman on, like you said. Sure. Like, it's crazy. Like, I I picked up another ECM record. It's like a Jan Gerberich or somebody, and like he's just a I member of, of the band. Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. a member of the band, and it's great, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it's like because yeah. you can tell it's Frizzell like the second it comes on, you're like, yep, yep there's Bill Frizzell. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it is it is a great label. I think I have some Keith Jarrett stuff too. It's uh, it's good, real good, real nice. Um, where am I? Oh, I also got in the same round that uh, netted uh, YouTube's Unforgettable Fire a record from pretty much the same. Let me see, the same year. Uh, another year off, but that's that's a quite a year. Uh, Tears for Fears, songs from the big chair. There you of go. course, you got to you got to, especially when it's like as clean as a whistle. Um, I mean, I don't know if you don't know this record, you need to go fix your life because uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty astounding. Um, I remember the conversation around this used to be a lot that it was one of the first records where. Um, the arrangers like almost outnumbered the musicians. <laughs> like it's so it's so produced that it could it could be annoying if it weren't so good. But <laughs> it like it actually still holds up, and that's the thing. Like, and and it, it does weird things. Like, there's like. Uh, a song called Broken that goes into Head Over Heels and then Broken is on, on the record added on to the end of Head Over Heels and then it's all of a sudden like a live recording. It's so weird. Mm. It's like, what in the world just happened there? But um, kind of the stars of it aren't even the record, aren't even the songs that like you know. It's like there's a couple of a couple of album cuts on here that are like probably better than the singles to a certain degree. Um, but I mean, it pretty, the record is pretty much taken up by singles. <laughs> like you just, you know, the three biggies and you're good. So yeah. Anyways. And plus the album cover is pretty, you know, I mean, they're just looking at you. There they are. They're just <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> I've sold a bunch of those lately. I, uh, appreciate tears of fears. I've never been one to really need to, keep it in the collection but um right. the uh um when i found i found like two or three copies in this collection i bought and they they went very fast which was good yeah yeah so i'm gonna do a two for one or because uh um i was just looking at this cover and realized what a weird okay um also in this at the scratch today, I got two uh, staple singers LPs. Oh, nice! Um, both on stacks. Um, I got the Be Altitude, Respect Yourself. Yep, and classic. then uh, classic, and then just the um, just the staple singers. Um, hold on, I'm trying to look at the oh no, the staple swingers. Oh, they're all yes. on a swing on the front, which I didn't yes. realize that I was. When I when I when I caught myself there for a second, I was like, "Why does that look like a W instead of a, a right. weird?" And yeah, they're literally. This is like the most literal album cover of all time. They're actually on a yep. swing. Yep. 
boo. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not much of a stretch there. Yeah, it could be a little less literal, but um, yeah. but th- this has a th- um, this one has you've got to earn it on it, and uh, heavy makes you happy. So yeah, um, this one and then the one I'm gonna tell you about next. They, they, they're just like soul stuff that like you just only it's like hard to find the full. LP versions of because they just sold so many 45s of the songs, right. you know, right. um, that the LPs at that time were just sort of, as you know, hastily thrown together just to have another format to kind of sell right. them. Um, you know, they're really more driven for the singles, but whenever I find like the stacks, the only thing I don't like about the Be Altitude Respect Yourself, for some reason, somebody in Black Sharpie wrote large numbers 68 right on pop's forehead <laughs> 68 it's 68 it's so big i don't understand why you want to do that but <laughs> there you have it but um but yeah i was excited to find those nice those are goodies for show um in the uh continuing in the uh reggae dub uh world uh i got this comp it's studio one records uh jamaica all-stars volumes one and two um which apparently was a if if you weren't in the states uh and you lived in jamaica you would have known about this because it came out there and then promptly nowhere else um originally and uh uh i guess studio one records now um reissued it and uh released it to the world um but it's got some like old uh original reggae uh some of these cats like horace andy and alton ellis and people like that burning spear is on there um a couple times um but uh everybody else was sort of a new revelation to me and it's kind of it's kind of awesome because it's that sort of like a lot of it is that era where like soul like u.s soul was like creeping into reggae and so like the singing is much more like a soul band sort of deal even some of them are like you know not on this record but on some records is like covers of soul classics in reggae form um and that's always kind of fun to hear when you hear those guys like do their thing i mean there's some old bob marley stuff that's the same way like he was like covering like james brown songs and stuff but in a reggae way which is which you probably think of that in terms of today's reggae which is not really the same thing (laughs) like the reggae you would turn on the radio and hear in like some white dudes playing it would not be quite the same thing as the old school stuff. But, uh, and this is decidedly old. I think I can't remember what the date originally on this was. I think it was like late sixties, maybe is when it came out. So it was yeah. pretty, there's pretty, uh, contemporaneous with the, the soul stuff that was creeping in. So it's, it's real good. Music's really great. Um, I kind of I would recommend it for anybody who thinks that reggae only sounds like one way because it it definitely gives you like a big cross section of what was going on at the time. I recently found a speaking of reggae um, a Rita Marley tape. Oh yeah. At um Great Escape I think for nice. I don't know. 99 cents, I think. <laughs> of course. And it is so good. Yeah. Like I I got that and then um I've got uh I got Bob Marley's um blah, I'm the hor- I'm horrible at remembering his album names. Um, right. Um yeah, I think that one was like 2.99 or something. But um nice. I was like, "Oh, I'll check this out. Maybe it's like some kind of weird like 80s-esque, you know, kind of like borderline bad kind of right. reggae or whatever but right. it's actually really good like i really yeah. really enjoy it um uh it's it's really great i don't have it in front of me so i can't remember the name in fact i was just trying to like 
scan through discogs and see if I could find it, but I can't even find it on here. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's just feels kind of fresh. You know what I mean? It's very yeah. interesting. All that stuff with like, especially with whalers, um, like I was, I was really big, like the Bob, Bob Marley and the whalers live record, like famous one. Uh, that was like the one that like really hooked me. Like, cause you really hear the band doing what they do like in that live setting. It's like, wow, they are like as tight as tight can be. And I kind of like started checking out other things because of that. And then Ryan Irvin, a uh, mutual friend uh, was like, have you ever heard? I didn't realize he was a big reggae or a big Mar- Marley fan. He's like, yeah, yeah. I love, I love the band. And he's like, you, you should do this thing. Talking blues is the record. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like a radio broadcast. And it's, I think it's like one of the last times when like bunny whaler was still in the band. And, gotcha. uh, it is, it's so awesome because it's like, you can tell that they're in like this tiny room playing this radio show. There's like, you know, Bob's like talking between songs and everything, but like the versions on there are just so good. Cause it's like so intimate and like, it's like one of those deals where you're like listening. It's like, you feel like you're like right up on the speaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a really great one. If you haven't nice. checked it out, any of that stuff with bunny on it is kind of head and shoulders above some of the other like studio wise. Um, so the other one, I, the other album I got, which is again, uh, like very 45 heavy. And so yeah. I was like, Oh, I got to pick this up. Um, the impressions. This is my country. Oh, I know. I never <laughs> see this. I don't think I've ever seen this LP. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm not sure what year it is. The song titles are like interesting. Fool for you. They don't know. Gone away. So unusual. I'm loving nothing. Ha- love's happening. This is my country. You want somebody else? Stay close to me. My woman love. These all feel like songs I'm not totally familiar with. Right. Um, oh, 1968. There you go. 68. Put it Put it on Pop's forehead. <laughs> Pop's? Is, did you... Did you make the impressions, man? They wrote 68 on your forehead, bro? <laughs> yeah, what's up, Pops? Come on, Mystery man. Mystery solved. You put out that uh, Swingers record, and they were like, nope, 68. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the impressions, and I, I always hold on to their 45s. So um, uh, finding the LP version, it's got a great cover. Um, uh, that one was uh, um, easy for me to to grab. So Nice. Curtum Records. Curtum. Curd them with the underneath. We're a winner. We're a winner. Yes. <laughs> Curd them. Curd them. Um, so I got this in the mail a couple of days ago after I forget when we talked about, we talked about this, uh, as a band camp purchase on like band camp Friday, like months ago, but, the and we mistakenly called it salt, but it's, oh, Sue. yeah. Uh, Sue. sorry. Sorry, everybody. It's Sue. Listen, 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 Sue, I got to tell you something. Yeah. When, if you're listening, okay, <laughs> when a boy from Alabama and a boy from Georgia That's right. sees a spelling S-A-U-L-T, they're not going to say Sue. I'm sorry. Right, we we should have thought about it. We should have thought about it, and we didn't. We just kept talking. We just well, kept I think blabbing. We're more exci- well, the record is so good that it's sort of um like... Uh, I think we were just so eager to talk about the music. We didn't care about the pronunciation. <laughs> Sorry, um, Sue. Did you did you get this on vinyl or you just got it digital? No, I just got a digital version of yeah. it. I took the plunge and uh in the in the interim between pre ordering this, which came three, four days ago. I mean it was a lengthy pre pre order time and it got delayed, whatever. They now have another record coming out. Like yeah. it may even be out now. Yeah. Um, but I have listened to the first of the two discs uh, and it, you know, I'd listened to most of it already. Um, but uh, it is stellar. Um, and it's one of those things that like, you don't like to bandy 
about with words and throw things out there and be like, this is this record is X, Y, and Z, or whatever. But I feel like it's like sort of an important record, like of the time, because it's yeah. like it's very of our time and talking about a lot of very heavy topics. But like you said, the music is amazing, and they have many, many uh, guests on there of note, and uh, it's super great. And it's like a nice little cohesive thing all the way through. I think that's kind of the gist I'm getting with all of their each each record is like a piece of some sort of story that they're kind of telling. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think Again, the next if you're one's looking called it up Rise. Camp, it's S A U L T. Yes, that's the like only problem. Sioux Saint there. Marie. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I bought the digital version on Bandcamp for like ten bucks or something. So it's yeah. Um, yeah. it's worth it's worth getting. And I think they were donating proceeds to um, you know Black Lives Matters benefits at that time. I don't know if they're still doing yeah. that or not, but it's totally worth it. It's a it's a great record. Yeah. There's a lot of songs on there too. It's not a oh yeah. Some of them are long, but a lot of them are just kind of short interlude type songs. But it's it's a great great record. Yep. All right, I'm gonna do my last one. Um, yep. And, and I always feel like I say his last name wrong, but uh, I'm just back with the Sioux. But um, uh, so it's the it's it's Jay Retard. Retard. Yes. How do you say it? Yep. That's that's the one. OK. <laughs> uh, I've heard it pronounced like retard or just retard or I don't know. Retard. Right. So I just uh, I don't know. However you pronounce it. That's great for you. But um, yep. It's the Matador Singles 08 uh, collection. Oh, nice. Um, that, that, so it's got all the Matador singles on it, obviously. And I have one of his other records. No, I have two of his other records. So I was excited to find this one um, like at that same sale. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to pick this up. Um, uh, just great, you know, in-your-face, noisy Memphis punk rock stuff. So yeah, um, I think now that I have that one, I think I've got all all his LPs. Uh, he didn't have that many, nice. unfortunately, but, uh, um, right. His 45s. If you wanted to get, go down that rabbit hole and collect all those, uh, good luck. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but this was, uh, this is the one where he's like laying in the bathtub with all the 45s, uh, around. Yes. Him and, uh, and looks like he's vomiting 45s on the, while sitting on the toilet on the back cover. So nice. And right. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? He might have been, he might have been, he might have eaten all those records. So the, those were all the ones I got at that uh, at that yard sale. That's nice. Yeah, that's a that's, yeah. a, that's a good haul. Yeah, uh, and uh, for all those, uh, I spent ninety nine dollars. Nice. Yeah, I mean that feels like a good. Uh... Actually, no, I take that back. I got two others in there that I'm going to sell. I bought them to sell them. Uh, um, like Queens a Day at the Races for three dollars. Yeah, oh, that sells yeah, for twenty dollars. That sells yep. for twenty dollars all day long. So right. pick that one up. Uh, and there was another one um, that I usually pick up and sell it whenever I find it. So um, yeah. So do you have any more? Uh, no. I mean, I could probably stop there. I mean, we could yeah. we could continue to go. I'm sure. But well, uh, I I have picked up so much stuff recently um, that it's just sort of been. I don't know, a little overwhelming, but it also feels like, so I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was uh, a friend of mine who owns a record store um, in Alabama. And he was saying like, you know, he's like, he's not being able to price stuff, you know, like he's got so much stuff. Like he's right. He's getting collections in before he can even price and get another one out. And I'm, and I've been hearing other things that there's been some, pretty good used stuff floating through some of the other stores around town some not some yes and i'm wondering if people are sort of offloading records during this time like somebody asked the guy yesterday at the sale like whoa what brought this on and he yeah. was like yeah i just don't really listen to him that much you know what i mean and right. uh he was like it's just kind of time to let him go but i mean everybody going up there was spending you know anywhere between 50 and 150 bucks with him you know so right. he was he was doing okay uh and making the decision to let it all go financially for himself but i don't know i, I don't know if you've seen a lot of used stuff floating around or not and i'm curious if you know whenever whenever times like this happen people need to let stuff go if 
if yeah. records are going to kind of be at the top of that list for a lot of people. I mean, it's it's kind of weird here because everybody, like, in Durham, everybody's still, like, Carolina Soul is still closed completely. Gotcha. Like, there gotcha. is no, there's nothing going. I mean, unless you're buying, you know, reel-to-reels like we talked about uh, through their, like, online eBay world or... No, well, I mean they do all their. I mean they do. They do eighty yeah. percent of their business through eBay. Absolutely. So. If you're not going to Discogs or eBay for them, then you're not shopping with them. Uh, Bull City, which is where who I've been giving most of my money to. Um, they aren't. They're mainly not a used place, so yeah, it's kind of hard. Like sense. he he doesn't yeah. he doesn't really. I mean he he definitely has some used stuff, and he's. Chaz has done a great job of like starting to get it out there. I mean, I think he's, as far as I know, it's just him doing it now. Like he had like one or maybe like two other people before the most. Um, now I think it's just him just doing the day to day. So he tries and gets, tries to get things up as much as he can. Um, and then where else? I guess the other one is Sorry State Records in Raleigh. And they, they've been having a lot of good stuff. I've been, I've seen them put up more stuff. I feel like than normal. Yeah. Uh, through all their, all their well, different you, channels. You follow um, that other one that's in. Um, oh, what is the name of that store? The guy with the big beard. That's in Carolina. It's not in Raleigh, but it's in. Oh, uh, uh, Noble Records. Noble Records. I mean, yes. that guy's been bringing in some crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel then, like uh, I don't know what been... he does, but I feel like ever since he opened that store, it's just like it's like every week. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, he gets good stuff. <laughs> uh, there's a, a place around here called uh, it's like Lebanon Antique Mall, and mm-hmm. they do a Friday night. Um, record sale via Facebook, and their, their prices are borderline offensive. But um, yeah. but man, they just keep bringing stuff in. Do you know what I mean? Right. So I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. Like I don't know. I wonder if people that do a lot of buying and you know a lot more than I do. You know, like I wonder right. if they're seeing a lot more stuff out there, having people reach out to kind of offload some stuff. I don't know. It could just be kind of making it up. I would think it'd be a hard time to really buy collections right now because people probably want a lot for them but um but you know uh, i guess it just depends on on how that kind of works but i know i feel like i've seen uh our mutual acquaintance chad uh at cloud city on instagram yeah uh I i feel like i've seen him have like a lot like like more i don't know if he's like just putting more up um or if uh, or if he's investing more time, I should say, and like putting more up, or if he's just buying more. But I feel like he's been having more posts of like, yeah, I just went and got a new collection. I just bought another yeah. collection. You know, yeah. so it's like, interesting. You know, it might, you know, yeah, it very well could be that people are like, man, I just need some cash right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're getting rid of stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, uh, this was fun. It's good just to talk, uh, talk record purchases with you. Yeah, man. Always a good time. Haven't had a chance to do that much. And uh, um, I already know of like four or five things that are arriving this week. Uh, So (laughs) uh, I'm sure we'll be able to catch up uh, early next week and uh, run through some of those as well. Yeah, we've got, I think we both probably have things floating in the ether. Yeah. (laughs) That will start arriving soon. (laughs) Very true. All right, man. Talk to you later. Hi, buddy. Bye.